But I think once you quit hearing sir and ma'am, the rest is soon to follow. Oh, it's the tide. It's the dismal tide. All right, welcome to the dismal tide. We're back. We're back. I. We're always you back. Know, Why do I always fucking say that? Well, the thing is, you uh, you're you gonna criticize me. Go ahead. Well, no, if. if you lose momentum because the doubt. Yeah, I feel doubt, like I've lost a lot of momentum. I agree. After the last month and a half of of uh, immediately criticizing you, I will say that I was just going to let you work this time, and then you immediately bailed on the thing, and that might be partially my response. My that could be my fault. I may have fostered a toxic work environment that has led to this failure. <laughs> It's hard. It's hard to disagree with you. I uh, I don't want the blame for this. <laughs> I certainly don't want the blame blame for this. Uh, I didn't even ask. Am I allowed to use your last name, Brian? Yeah, of course. Okay, of course. Just just checking. Most of our guests, believe it or not, I think given the the course of our guest history, most of them have wanted to operate under the guise of some anonymity. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, just call me Drew. I'm just Drew. That's fine. We've got Brian Rossler. Of the uh, the illegal screen podcast. How are you, Brian? I'm doing well, Brendan. Thank you for having me, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you are. I did, well when I when I sold you on coming on the show, and I I don't like to think that anybody actually wants to come on the show, and that is that's on me. That's my mental illness. That's my that's my yeah. hill to climb. You know. I got you. Um, I ha- I sold you because you are uh, produced. Uh, I'm not sure if Mike Whalen is also a co-host, but you're produced by the wonderful Mike Whalen, who did yeah. uh, an absolutely spectacular. Uh, Mike Greenberg episode uh, for us. I'm not even going to say with us. It was for us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we are part of the uh, Mike Whalen extended audio uh, universe. Right. So this Absolutely. is like I'm like this. I'm like this is the moment where Iron Man comes on the show and is like, you guys hear about this whole Mike Whalen initiative? And then it's like, oh, the Avengers. That that will be cool. That's going to be a thing. Uh, yeah, no, that's, it's cool. Uh, that's, that's it. We're the adventures. We are yeah. the adventures. We are the adventures. <laughs> the Avengers. I, I really adventures. love both of the the, <laughs> the getting getting it wrong is always, but both both ways, both both revengers, adventures, uh, re, re, uh, revengers, uh, always good, always good. Yeah, so that of, makes I enjoy all of them. <laughs> that makes Mike Whalen Iron Man, right? Mike Whalen would be like Nick Fury. Because he connects all the uh, dots, right? Yeah. No, I think that's probably it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. Um, so. Okay. I'm yeah. not. We're not gonna. We're not I gonna mean, go through be, the list. We'd be may, getting pretty close to the territory of the videos that we watch on this show. If yeah, we, uh, we don't want to do that. We do <laughs> not want to do that. Uh, yeah. I mean, no. It was just cool to also like. Uh, I checked out a couple of your guys' episodes, and I really like the pod and. Uh, the name is great. Uh, <laughs> the name of the pod's great. So, name uh, of the name of the show is probably a little bit better than the show. I, I feel I feel like that can really carry us someday. So we were talking. We, we, if we ever this. really, if we ever, if we ever really get this thing down, we got a we got a pretty good name. We were we were talking about this hostile workplace that you've established before, and I think that I've maybe... already I've put that behind me. I've forgiven myself. <laughs> um, I'm glad that's really that you're so easy. So the first step to recovery yeah. is forgiving yourself. I admitted I was wrong, and now I've moved past it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pretty See, much within ten minutes. It's always the example I always use that as the the Mark Wahlberg way of of moving on with your life is <laughs> that I've forgiven myself. So I, I don't know what <laughs> else you want is, from me. My, I'm my own hardest critic. Like nobody's yeah, harder yeah. on me than me. If Not even gonna... the state of Massachusetts. <laughs> If it's good enough for Mackie, the state man. of Massachusetts. 
I I genuinely I think. Funny. No, go ahead. I find it funny when I lived in Massachusetts that, and then I moved back uh, home to Florida. Um, that people would ask me, "You ever go to Wahlburgers?" That was the thing they asked me. Not nothing else about the state. That was the only thing they asked me, and I'd be like, "No, actually, I didn't." So what? That was oh, cool. Me. Okay. Yeah. I have. <laughs> I, uh, our friend, uh, our, our friend Ed, his uh, uh, Wahlburgers is, is featured in in his work uh, regularly, and uh, um, he uh, crashed a plane into a specific one during a Twitch stream playing Flight Simulator. Nice, that's badass as shit. <laughs> that's really good. <laughs> I have Wahlburgers like a burger sauce uh, in my fridge, not just because it was like it looked like Chipotle mayo. I'm not right. really brand loyal to to Wahlburgers. I'm trying to think like what's well, good like... because I saw Mark Wahlberg walk through your window the other way there. And so he was checking on you to make sure, you know, your brand loyalty was just where it needed to be. You plug my shit. He's in bed. <laughs> he's in bed by now. It's nine twenty five. I think about his schedule a lot. I think about his schedule a lot. His schedule is yeah. one of the funniest things anyone's ever put out. One, because it's <laughs> obviously fake. Like that's it's he he golfs for like a half hour, which is <laughs> yeah, that's really, hard, yeah, hardly does, like, worth two holes. it to drive all the way out there <laughs> uh yeah i also enjoy that like it's the schedule you have when you don't want a relationship with your kids he's like or i'm in bed anyone. by 6 p.m <laughs> or anyone yeah yeah he talks to his, his agent imagine just like getting a, a call from mark Wahlberg at three in the morning because he's up he's, he's a rising up. grind guy he he has those inspirational quotes all around his living room that say like um Heroes and legends get to bed uh, get to bed at five or wake up at five, and like oh. that's what it is. And you're just like you you he has his quotes plastered everywhere in his room. Like you can just feel the energy radiating off radiating off of him. So uh, I I, w- I will not. Our friend Dave, Mike, our friend Dave, um, he he had like a Disney one of those in his house and we were over there of such a pleasant christmas we were you know just had it was probably like two years ago and i didn't really like look at it until we went to leave and i was like putting my coat on and i looked at the, like and it was it, it's like a disney thing is like well this is a disney house we laugh like this character and we live like this character and we dance like this character and i looked at it and i'm just like dave like eyebrows up and he got like mad fast he just like immediately went into defense mode i'm sick of defending this thing (laughs) it's like you're a grown man you don't have a kid yet he now does but like you don't have a kid yet um Uh, damn well i i've i managed to avoid any of uh, being asked about anything on my walls by having nothing on them I, i have my one uh Derek erdman uh painting of cigarettes and that's it i no longer smoke it makes me feel bad uh, I impulse bought a poster today. I'm gonna go get it. I want to show you guys. You guys feel free to keep talking for a moment. All right. Yeah. An austere white minimalist surrounding in which, if you lived or died, no one could ever tell is the yeah. ideal. <laughs> uh, no, I would like to have a bunch of stuff, but I, I'm uh, as someone who rents, uh, I'm always convinced that I'm not going to live here next year. So I, so uh, I know the like, feeling. Do I'm like, how much do I want? Like, how much time and effort do I want to go into putting shit all over the wall so I can just take it down and take it to a new place where it might not necessarily look good? And I say that, but I was in my last apartment for six and a half years. So, uh, um, at some point, uh, <laughs> I, I probably I don't I don't move around too much. I uh, I saw this on Twitter 
the other day, and I really like enjoy strange like political propaganda cartoons, not like harmful ones, obviously, but just like I remember this one from like probably the 1800s. I don't really remember where they're talking about like the 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 problems with power lines. It was basically like a whole village of people just strung up on power cords getting electrocuted. You're like, this is what the liberal left is trying to bring to your neighborhood electricity. So I got this one. It says, what has he done to deserve this? And it's a picture of Uncle Sam and he's in jeans and it's wow. (laughs) It's He's being imprisoned wow. by the metric system. There are two ball, balls and ch- ball and chain. Yep. And one, one is labeled metric and the other one is labeled system. Brutal. <laughs> it's really that, it's so he's funny. got a very stern, stoic look on his face. He looks like he's been like imprisoned for years already. Just been hollowed out by a system that is cruel and uncaring and vicious and spiteful. And it's good. It's good stuff. Do the, I already know inches. I do already the, know it. Do the balls have the weight on them in kilograms to really hammer home the point? So just like, uh, so someone looking at this can just go like, I don't, I don't even know how much that is. So I, I see. I, don't, I see I Ben Garrison made this cartoon. Yeah, I don't. I don't think the guy who made it or the person who made it uh, was very interested. Some sort of proto Ben Garrison. He was. I don't think he was very it's interested in what it was in yeah. kilograms. I don't think that he uh, had any interest in calculating what a what a ball and chain. Yeah. I hadn't thought kilograms. that far into it. Didn't really know if the weight was different or not. Just he, didn't know. Didn't like the sound of it. Got the got the point across. Is all. That's what he did. Yeah. I don't. You know. Um. I. The jury's not really still out on this. Uh. Obviously, the metric system. Great increments of ten. Um. But for some things, for uh, for sports purposes. Um, the, it, I, I think it's uh, very good that, uh, uh, I've, I've always found it very nice that, uh, that a fastball tops out at roughly hundred miles per hour. So it's a, it's a nice bit of symmetry. Yeah. What would I, it be in kilometers per hour? What's a hundred kilometers or what's a hundred? Uh, okay. I'll, I'll Google that. 120, something like that. Mm. I think it's closer to 150 personally. Well, that's not really up to you. He's got you there. <laughs> <laughs> but uh no i, I thought it was like that the the, the yeah max it's 160 it, so oh well all right well okay um, seems like no, i was right really, it's not really a it con- it's not really a contest um, <laughs> uh, you made it seem like kind of a contest to me well in any case i'm talking about miles per hour yeah I it was a nice bit of symmetry that a, that a, a human human ability tops out of throwing a ball at 100 miles an hour but you think you can relate to other things pretty immediately like a car going 100 miles per hour You're like damn man that's fast as shit yeah and you yeah know? that's it if if someone said 160 kilometers an hour you'd just be like that's simply it's too much uh, yeah. When it comes to temperature, though, like Fahrenheit is is far inferior. Like b- water boils at two hundred and twelve degrees. That's true. And water boils at a hundred degrees Celsius. Yeah, and that that's the way it should be. Yeah, yeah, and it's true. There there are flaws in it. Yeah. Well, you know what? Maybe okay. So, I I basing an entire system of measurement that should be used and taught throughout schools based solely on baseball is not what I'm suggesting. But it's not even like the pitcher's mound is like 60 feet, six inches away. Yeah, it's, it's not even like some satisfying. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's like 40 meters. I don't know. How <laughs> like they it'd be like perfect. Uh, someone probably had to die for those six inches for whenever the, they put that. What in, in 1885, someone gave their life. <laughs> there was a, 
a fight that someone was left dead and they didn't do they he didn't get a funeral they just threw him in the trash and, and they said it's 60 feet six inches now and, and that's just how the game and that, that's that's when conquest it was a game, baby that's basic conquest the, un, the untold story of baseball you know <laughs> there's a guy in 1885 he got his skull crushed in got his head dashed against the floor his brains were everywhere they threw him in the gutter and then that's when they changed it to 60 <laughs> yeah six inches it, ratted on yeah basically uh, it, the team was just made up of guys you knew who survived the war and and then they're all just, and now they're all just dying in fights or just uh getting uh in just careers being ended by infections yeah, I like I like to think of more think of it more as like a, like an ineptitude of government sort of thing. We're just like, no, this is bullshit. It's way too fucking easy for the pitchers at forty five feet. Like, let's move them back to second base. Let's get them to throw from there. Or it's like, this is way too hard at fifty feet or wherever it is. And he's like, what if we we understand that everybody wants to throw from second base, and we have some people who really don't want to. So we're gonna move the mound back five feet to 60 feet and it's like this is what nobody asked for nobody asked for this and now we're just stuck with this compromised position um i i think in the 70s they were it was probably before the 70s they were pitching off flat ground and the pitchers were just fucking unhittable um and i think they they raised the mound like a foot they made a mound i believe and they raised it like a foot or so and they uh they moved it back so the pitchers, so the the uh, the hitters had a chance. I thought the mound being higher uh, was an advantage to the pitcher. No, it comes like down. You have a longer time to see it because it comes like down to you, so you can kind of just oh, like yeah, see yeah. the that slope of it as yeah. opposed to it coming straight at you, where it's right. just like but eats I you figured, up. It, but I figured that also gives you a little bit more leverage because you can release a little bit later because you're higher up. So throwing the ball down means you can throw it a little uh, faster. I am not a physicist by any means. No, but this the, it, it immediately makes sense in my mind. Well, as with anybody who sounds confident when they speak to me, you've immediately made him made me doubt myself. But I know they moved. They made a mound. Um, I actually I'm going to hold my ground on this one. <laughs> I'm going to stand in between and say both good. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna. I'm gonna make a feedback channel in the Discord where we. Uh, I guess there's already we, the Discord. Only I, I just want. I want an accountability channel. That's what I want. The, yeah. I want a listening and learning channel. If we were held accountable for what we say on the illegal screen, there would be no podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's true of a lot of shows. Yeah. It's just <laughs> that that uh, uh, everyone gets away with this uh, because of the fact that it's it's not. It's not found the the wrong people yet. It's like how uh, uh, every couple of weeks, like uh, some some like seventeen year olds discover like Wonder Shows or something, and just like this is unacceptable. Like this, how how could they have ever put this on MTV? <laughs> it's on MTV too, actually. It's, Wonder Shows and it was a it great was show. cool. It's it a great show. Yeah, <laughs> that's it, it, it's something that it, um, at any time that. Uh, there, there tries to be like a, a, a retroactive cancellation of uh, of something like that. It's always just like, no, but uh, the, the John Wayne Playboy interview was my favorite. Uh, like when they're just like, do you believe the things that he said? And just like he's he couldn't be more dead. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, you, you can't 
you can hold him if you want to desecrate his grave by if you want to hold him accountable by digging him up like i'd do it i think it'd be cool <laughs> i think it'd be very funny to dig up what's left of john wayne the the uh what bones weren't removed like during some uh operation to save him from cancer after the decades of smoking <laughs> which he admitted he's like which is like cancer is not caused by nicotine that's a myth yeah. and cancer is not caused by cigarettes that's a myth uh sound familiar to another american hero you guys might remember recently passed <laughs> yeah mr rush <laughs> died the of Russian cancer eater. but it wasn't from the cigarettes no no the this state killed him. Hexes, magic, the state, and six-dimensional chess playing. Like, all those things. Because when you go play that chess, you get exposed to the ether. Ether causes cancer, et cetera, et cetera. You guys know this. It's basic the state, stuff. Yeah, they tried to offer him that adrenochrome, and he was just like, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. You know, if I go, I go, but it's not fair to the kids. His went morals, on, conviction, et cetera, et cetera. I went on Arrowhead and was reading some trip reports for adrenochrome. And no one seemed to have anything that interesting to say about it. That's because it's false information, Michael. That's, That's not real. The, what you read. <laughs> He's I, right. I really, really enjoy um, all of the. I uh, I read a lot of trip reports, um, and I I know that most of them are bullshit. Um, I, but I will try to find the ones where people. What is a trip report? Where it's basically where people just uh, uh, go and write. They basically t- say like their age, weight, and how much they took of a drug, and then explain what happened. Oh, this is not like TripAdvisor. No, no, no. Although that'd be so, another good name for it. No. So uh, my one of my favorites, um, actually my my all time favorite was um, one uh, that someone had written about huffing gas, and basically a lost like several months where they completely lost their mind due to a crippling addiction to huffing gas <laughs> and um just talking like about gasoline yeah that reminds me of um there's a documentary uh called the wonderful whites of west virginia Have oh you yeah guys ever seen that? yeah the giant axel and jeff germain made yeah yes. yeah the um the one one of the 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 white brothers in that film says like i got to know the taste between huffing huffing diesel and non-diesel <laughs> that stuck with me like forever i was just like when you huff that much gasoline that you can tell the difference between diesel and non-diesel and like what grade of fuel you're huffing that's that's a sommelier of gas huffing that's that incredible. <laughs> uh that um movie had one of my favorite just weird moments ever like when jessica white yeah when one of the when one of the women on the like uh, her baby got taken by the state and i know what you're talking about and her and her mother like recognized someone inside is in the taco bell drive-thru but recognizes someone inside the taco bell and rolls her window down is screaming like at the glass (laughs) one person is in the building and she is in her her car and she's screaming it's like cps took her baby yeah yeah. she's crying (laughs) she's crying and then goes her her baby (laughs) iconic unbelievable it's um, like the dead killing the dead. <laughs> I fucking love that movie, man. What is this movie called? 
The Wonderful Whites of West Virginia. Highly right. recommended. Highly, highly recommended. All right, I'll check it out. I'll check it out. Uh, oh, but uh, yeah. So the in the trip report that I'd read uh, for for gasoline, it was basically someone just saying that they would have these incredible hallucinations um, that just got progressively more violent. And they just said, like, you know, basically there would be other people in the room and someone came and put a gun to their head and like they didn't snap out of it until the trigger got pulled. And just like, is this worth it? <laughs> like, are you having fun? Uh, I mean, obviously, like the, if it's in an actual addiction, it's not like something you'd choose. But like it's it's an incredible path to go down. <laughs> it's um, it, it's. Not not that many people end up with a gasoline addiction in the end. It's got to so be a it's, pretty it's, cheap uh, high. You just get a little like yeah, cup full I, of gasoline, and that could sit on your dresser forever. That's a gallon that's of gas. Yeah, smell. a mm-hmm. gallon of gas. It's a pretty significant amount of gallon. gas. When, yeah, but I'm saying for three dollars, or what's uh, uh what's a gallon of gas go for? I haven't owned a car in eight years. That's like two fifty. For it's me, not bad. And then you gotta have a pretty cool time or a really bad. One. <laughs> you gotta it didn't all, sound all, cool. All things in moderation. I don't know. It doesn't sound that good. Well, but in a separate de- in a sensory deprivation tank, it might be pretty cool. You never yeah. know. <laughs> you know, you might. Uh, I just learned about that guy uh, with the dolphins, Doctor Jim something, and the oh, dolphin. Yeah. Uh, like yeah, camping. that took yeah that took it that took a negative turn towards the end. There. Yes, very quickly. Um, but he was like, man, you know what? This this LSD is great. If I take this and I sit in this sensory deprivation tank. It's friggin' awesome. And uh, then just spent the rest of his life doing that. <laughs> Do what you love. You never work a day in your life. It's true. It's like you got you remember the dolphins, dude? Huh? Dolphins? Oh, yeah. Space dolphins. Yeah, I remember that. It's like, no, man, like the real dolphins like here, like you had a thesis and everything. Oh, yeah. Nah. <laughs> just waking guess- them up. He's like, you have to eat. You have to eat like now. I guess that. uh I, I guess the trouble uh, with a lot of this is, you know, you're um, uh, it could potentially just like snap your brain in a, in a somewhat permanent way. Um, well, it, it, if, the one time that we did mushrooms, my biggest fear as we were like in the middle of it was that, Oh, this is it. This is forever now. Like I'm never getting out of this. All of my friends have started coming down and I have not like, I'm going to die a crazy person. That would be my <laughs> trip advisor thing. I thought I was going to die an insane person. Very, huh. very sobering. That's very grim, Brendan. That's oh, very, very, very grim. I just wanted it. Well, what happened to me when we, when we did mushrooms was that I just like, I could tell I was really fucked up early. Mm-hmm. So I decided in my head, it was like, I'm used to being stoned, like on weed. Let's get stoned and let's just try and introduce that familiar sensation to this. And hopefully one will cover up the other and I'll be in a, like a, a place closer to what like I'm used to. Yeah. And apparently marijuana and mushrooms, it has the opposite effect. It makes the mushrooms like stronger and longer and really draws them out. So Damn. like, I was just like sucking on this PAX thing for like an hour, probably way too long, just because like you kind of get into that zone when you're when you've done one of these drugs. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, like M- Mike and our other friends were around and they were just like, all right, I have definitely feel like 
I'm on the other side of it. Like, I feel okay now. And I was just sitting there like white knuckle. I was like, well, that's it. Like, they've just confirmed all of my fears. Like, oh, this is no. forever for Dude, me. That sounds terrible, man. <laughs> <laughs> and our, our friend just like looked at me. He was like, well, let's talk about this freak out for a moment. Like, you're sitting in a chair and calmly telling us that you're freaking out. Like, if this is what it looks like when you freak out, I think you're going to be okay, man. Good points. Good points. Yeah. That's still rough, though. I, I think that would be I think that would probably be something I would be afraid of too. Honestly, though, <laughs> I beg I'm gonna snap. I'm gonna end up in Dolce base. Aliens are gonna harvest my organs, and that's all there is to this. Like I, that's I, it. Just start, I just got really into this. You, you guys heard a Q? <laughs> you guys heard of this Q thing? I got the new Q drop. <laughs> I didn't know what was going to like. I I was very uncomfortable for the first like. Well, it felt like absolutely forever because of the time dilation. Um, but yeah, I, I just kept on looking over to Brian and uh, I wasn't good at using my words, but I'm just like, uh, I'm just like, if uh, I'm like, if he looks uh, like if he seems like he's doing OK, then like I should feel like I'm fine. And I, I remember we were walking down Kent and I looked at his face and he looked like he was just in pain. I'm just like, I'm fucked. <laughs> I yeah, I remember. Him. I, I didn't it, ask him if he was okay, and he was. He was having a great time. I had a great time for the first like two or three hours, and then after that, it was like work because they were strong, and we were. It was like going for may, way too long. I I don't I don't I've never I've never actually taken any like hallucinogenic substance at all. As crazy as it sounds, but I I haven't ever done no, it's it. It's not crazy. And I just imagine it looking like um uh from friends that have taken it or explained it to me like i'm like really explain it to me like really provide a visual reference for me like what are some things you see and aside from it being sort of that like eldritch i can't explain it to you it's a deeply personal experience or it would be impossible to find words that articulate concepts that you see because things don't always make sense i always i always visualized it you know the like you guys ever seen a link scanner darkly Yes. Uh, I was I was just going to say rotoscoping. Uh, yes, but, rotoscoping. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's the effect. I was like, so it's like rotoscoped, basically. Like everything's a little rotoscoped. Everything's a little impermeable. Like that's what I understand. I said, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no, I think it was. Uh, I, uh, I, it was, it was difficult. But I remember saying, uh, I, I think I remember saying at the time. Um, a sentiment that I agree with slightly less every day that I get that get further from it. I'm just like nothing's bad. Everything's just different. <laughs> it turns out quite a lot of things are bad actually. <laughs> I uh, I seem to remember you constantly just going just like when we when we had both agreed you and I. Um, well, I knew I was in for trouble when the two guys that we did it with when they were just like, damn. I'm like, well, you guys have done this like many times and I have not. And if you guys are saying damn, like. I'm going to get run over by a, a fucking train right now. I'm, I'm dying. Um, and I just remember Mike. He, he was what just a terrible like, feeling that must have been. <laughs> Holy shit. Because those well, two, they, didn't, the, they, they also. Do, go ahead. They didn't know what they were putting us through. Right. Because the plan was that we were going to take them and then walk from one apartment like uh, two miles to the other. And it was a very nice day out. And in other different circumstances, it would have been a great walk. But I'm just like, I've never felt that before and now i'm just on the street <laughs> in brooklyn yeah and uh and the the worst thing that possibly could have happened like i was i was sort of like on the edge um i was uh feeling sort of very worked up and very nervous 
Um, and then we decided we were right outside where uh, my old apartment was, and we went by to, to to look at it. And the worst case scenario happened. Uh, they'd redone the front of it, and it didn't look the same. Oh no! <laughs> and then, <laughs> and it, where are and, we? And I just and I, it and the, it definitely sort of like it, it threw me in a bad way, where I'm just like everything. Like that's like when they're like really heavy breathing started. <laughs> That was like 45 um, minutes into this like six hour trip. Yeah, it's impossible Jesus. to say exactly how long, but it's 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 a time commitment, certainly. Um, and uh, you, you need something you need something to focus on. If you, you can't just sit there in silence as, as I did for a long time, just, speaking, just convinced I was going to throw up. Speaking mm. of focusing on something, we're going to move the show along. We're going to watch some really bad videos. Let's do it. Uh, yeah. I'd like everyone to click to watch together. Uh, Mike, I'm going to be straight up with you. You're going to fucking hate both of these. Maybe. Yeah, I am. You're going to fucking hate both of these. Usually I'm the sadist on a legal screen. So this is a different, you know, bit of a change of pace for me. So uh, I'm going to let you guys pick which one we, uh, goes first. I'm going to read the title of both of them. Uh, I'd like to say before we get into them, because Mike's biggest complaint is usually the length. Neither of them meet the three minute mark. So they're quick. Um, one is titled Tom Brady is the greatest wizard defeating Harry Potter. Oh. Or the other one is professional athletes recast as Game of Thrones characters. So, uh, Brian, uh, guests, right? Which would you like to watch? I want to go with uh, I can't resist the Brady man. Okay. We got to go. We got to go with Tom Brady. So hey, hard to blame you. All right. Uh, there's going to be a while till there's any speaking. So this uh, it says Harry Potter and the MAGA hat. Uh, okay. Now we get the cool rock and roll and it's uh it's let's a hot be guitar, yeah. Yeah, let's be frank. That is a cool that's that's a hot guitar. Undeniable. These guys slay some tang. It's obvious. <laughs> Welcome back, all you Russian bots and all you new Russian bots. This is Let's Be Frank. And who has Tom Brady defeated? He's defeated all the NFL teams. He's a five-time Super Bowl champion. And who else has he defeated? Uh, Harry Potter. What yes. do we got in his bookshelf here? The uh, Bill Dana Riley, I love to prominently display the Bible. Triggered over Tom Brady's support of the president, more specifically Tom Brady's Make America Great Hat again. Uh -huh. I guess uh, Harry Potter does have a weakness. It's the MAGA hat. Only we're we're going to get to an interesting part of this where uh, it seems like he read Harry. the Harry Potter books, it would have been um, a fantastic, but rooted against Harry Potter. Ending to that movie. Then, interesting. You know, all of a sudden, instead of brandishing his wand, he puts his Make America Great Hat on and Harry melts. Just like that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> These leftists are insane. All of them. All the ones in Hollywood, the ones across the pond, and uh, and Britain and stuff like that. They're just Britain and stuff like that. Engulfed in hatred toward Donald Trump. And it's delightful to see them melt like this. Very delightful. So, um, if you weren't considering rooting for Tom Brady in the Super Bowl, maybe reconsider a little bit. If anything, Wait, at least he uh, he's done makes no. He's done a terrible job pitching rooting for Tom Brady here. Yeah, yeah. Lord Voldemort likes and Tom Brady. The uh, J.K. Rowling's 
I like yes. the one edit. J.K. That's Rowling cool. also melts. Uh, she's also Gotta get rid of calling her JK, uh, He's calling her J.K. Rowling's. Uh, so yeah, so it's great to see that. Fucking sick, man. Um, that make America great powers even reaches across the ocean and triggers the left over there. Whoa. Until next time, you guys. I'll see you guys later. Bye. Fantastic. I gotta say, you know, meeting this guy on on his own terms. This is this that's the most soy man alive. Uh, it's it's painful. That's a good it's way to painful. put it. Meeting him on his own terms. It, mm. Yeah, it just like basically, if you if you yeah, if, for for this whole big trigger the libs guy, like I gotta tell, like sir, you you are extremely soy and not at all based. Yeah. And like how how do you respond to this? <laughs> he's got a little bit of a he's got a little bit of the uh who's that one dude? Uh he's like a pundit that lives in Malaysia. Uh um, oh, oh Ian Miles Chong. Email, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes, who, he's got a little like, bit of his vibe going on. The guy who's uh as, as everyone likes to point out has never stepped foot in America. Um but but makes a bunch of yeah. actually sells probably. he sells Blue Lives Matter shirts, but has never stepped foot in the country. Yeah, a very very deranged grift, but an admirable one. This guy just has his aesthetic down. The little bit of salt and pepper hair, same haircut, kind of a little bit of a chin strap kind of beard going on. A shirt that is really uncomfortably tight. <laughs> uncomfortably tight. You see his man boobs. Nobody wears Billabong anymore. Uncomfortably tight. He, and he's, you know, he's, yeah, he's got a, he's got an energy about him. He's got an energy for sure. He, he's, he's late thirties. If he's a day, maybe forties. He's and he's having, wearing the same shirts he wore in high school. He's yes. having fun with it. I don't know that he, uh, well, they act. They, they did show him sitting in the room with other people, but I would say, like the the way that this guy is talking into the camera, uh, making these videos, does imply that he doesn't have anyone to talk to about any of this. I don't think he does. But I think but if the, did, those people but, might be. Holograms. They did show him with a friend. They did show him with a, at least one. He knows at least one other person because yes. uh, there there was video of him sitting next to somebody else. And I'd be was... interested to see what what that guy's deal is. But you know, like, how do you? Know, why are you friends with him? I think that was like the one guy that's he's friends with for the first couple of episodes, but then they have a falling out because yeah. they disagreed on a very minor issue. And then they never spoke to each other again and treat each other like blood enemies. Like they have a blood feud between their families because of it kind of thing like that, that level of stupidity. It's like, um, yeah, I don't think it was anything that serious, though. I think that like maybe like he didn't look him directly in the eyes when they toasted their their IPAs. And he's like, well, this guy has no respect for anything like fuck this guy. It's a respect issue. Yes, it's a respect issue. He doesn't respect me. You don't understand. That's I, what it is. Yeah. I liked in um in the, that, that Flat Earth documentary um, where basically every time one of the Flat Earth YouTubers gets any like traction and becomes like one of the more famous ones, all the rest of them immediately just dismiss them as CIA. Like they're, they're always good friends and everything. And uh, they're all working towards the same goal, which is to prove that the earth is flat for reasons that they can't really explain why that matters. Um, and, uh, and in, as soon as one gets more popular than them and starts getting more, uh, starts getting more ad revenue from, from their YouTube channel, they are immediately they're this they're cia and they're not to be trusted you better think hard about what's going to happen if i ever get more twitter followers than you you better think hard about what you're going to do i look maybe 
Like you're gonna but mount an insurrection oh, on this shit. podcast. It's not. It's not it's much be of you a, and Brian. It's not a huge race. I'm currently at. Uh, uh, I was at 420, and tragically, I've lost one, and now it's 419. So if anyone wants to follow me, doesn't get me back up to 420. The weed number. That is the weed number. It is the yeah. weed, uh, undeniably it's the weed number. So uh, yeah, it's true. Undeniably, someone, I feel like that's it though. Someone it let me down, issue. or or got banned possibly. Yeah, it was a respect issue. He lost his friend. Now he only appears once every 10 videos and it's very uncomfortable. It's even more uncomfortable than it was before. The contractual um, obligation. <laughs> I think it's yes. just as likely that like he just doesn't have any good footage of himself. And that guy in the intro clip is just like not on the show. He's never mentioned. It's just like the only good footage he has of himself where it looks like he has friends and people yeah. respect his opinion. He's like, well, yeah. I mean, I got to use that video of me getting a fist bump with my friend. Makes sense. Sad. It's uh, like the reason why all single men have like uh, a picture of them uh, at a wedding with like a professional uh, photographer and like their, their, their Tinder profiles. Like oh, this is, man. this is all I fucking got. This is I it. I got realized. like four pictures of myself. This is one of them. Damn. I just put two and two together like that the wedding picture along like not of them being married, but the wedding picture of some, somebody at a wedding, attending a wedding, not usually as a groomsman, usually as like a, just attendee. And then the Oakley's wrapped around a hot dog neck with a, a weird, weird baseball hat inside of a car inside of a car. Definitely are the two the classic look. Yeah. Just like prominent male aesthetics you could find. Uh, uh, that that's incredible yeah i just i just never realized that till now weird but yeah. friend of the friend of the show uh mikey miles is always posting um uh, pictures from his brother's wedding where he's in a really ill-fitting suit uh, <laughs> it's tailored incredible just, no, everything to, hangs on him like it's 1991 to be fair i looked like that at uh at our friend uh, Mike Navager's wedding because I got fitted for a suit and then lost 15 pounds because the wedding got pushed back for a couple months due to coronavirus. Wow. <laughs> so I like, um, I, I, it's, it's, an, it's entirely my fault. If I, you, if you don't have an ill fitting suit photo, it's sad. Really? That's sad. I have an ill fitting suit photo. My wedding picture of me getting married. I have an ill fitting <laughs> suit. So. That's with you forever. Yeah, that's forever. Honey, that's can the, we retake that, this? I've seriously been like, oh, we're this is a really we're renewing, bad photo. We're renewing our vows so that there can be pictures of me where I don't look like this. Listen, <laughs> we can just renew the vows, or I and can for like other, and for and hell. for good reasons too. I'll yeah, make this yeah, marriage just, hell until we uh, separate, and then we get back together and we use those photos. Don't make me do it. <laughs> this is on you. It's going to be really embarrassing for you. <laughs> I'm going to be so pleasant as soon as I ruin this marriage. (laughs) (laughs) uh, uh, Mikey Miles is not doing well, uh, by the way. He's um, uh, uh, I know that uh, uh, many of our listeners are uh, keep up with his life. Um, He he did block me on Instagram uh, when I told him there were bad days ahead. And you know what? I was right. Damn. Has he gotten in trouble for that gym thing yet? You know, he is right, Brian. No, I don't actually. Uh, all right. So mm-hmm. the the quick background on this guy, um, uh, he is, uh, he lives up in Washington Heights. He just turned thirty five the other day. Um, he is an 
he he works as a security guard currently, although he was basically out of work for the last 10 years. Um, his goal is to make it as an actor, um, but he is just this weird little rat of a man. Um, how did you come across? How did you come? How did your paths cross? Somebody on I followed on Twitter um, would uh, talk, mentioned him, uh, just described this um, uh, uh, deranged stalker who posts disgusting food pictures. And uh, I'm just like, I need to know more about that. And uh, I found him that way. And then also uh, uh, Michael Hudson, um, uh, who was uh, part of uh, the, the Chapo Twitch stream, but uh, also has uh, his Twitter account where he's basically one of the uh, best there is at finding uh, Facebook freaks. Um, he uh, uh, he has posted about Mikey Miles a lot throughout time. And yeah, he's uh, God, he he he's never done anything that makes him look good ever. It's it, it's it, all the, 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 the food pictures are unbelievably bad. Every time he's ever tried to cook. They're um, so few and far between at this point. Like I started following for the food pictures, the most nightmarish food pictures you've ever seen. It's all wet. It's all like on paper towels. It's all like, like, you know how like you cook something and you have the oil in the pan and you're just like, all right, well, I'm obviously not going to eat all this oil. So let's get it out of here and just have the food. He like clearly dumps the oil, like right on top. And then he takes like a picture of that and it's all glistening and just like unrested or raw. And it's all like labeled like food gasm and food porn. It's, um, I, I think the moment I started following him was that picture you showed me of him and it, it was it was typoed because all of his 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 posts at the beginning were had a spelling mistake in them, and it said uh, I don't remember how chocolates uh, was misspelled, but it was chocolates after a hot shower, and he's holding was, up like a Russell Stover's thing, and a well clear- picked a well picked over Russell Stover's sampler that had like four things left in it. It is shot like help being held thusly. Like by his chin, so, just like shooting down. So, you can see his leg. You can see that he's so in a he's towel. Where, he's in a towel, and you can see his bare feet, <laughs> and and oh, what's oh, left oh, of the Russell Stover. The rule and Don't show feet, and yeah, it's it's stuff like that. Where just, and like uh, the, the, there are like the the negative things about him, which he does seem to be an actual sex criminal. Um, oh God, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, he's, he's a reply guy to me. Whenever I like he. On Facebook, he follows back, and I've unfollowed him on everything. Like I, it hit a certain point where it was no longer food pictures, and it was no longer funny. It he seemed started like everything posting was a lot of he's he's posting a lot of lewds, right? Um, oh no, because so it would be just like him in his underwear, and it would just be like him in his underwear day after day, and I'd just like the fuck am I following this for? So I I, I stopped and, but, following it. And and the thing he he actually is quite fit, but. Um, but he Only looks recently, so though. bad. Uh, he's, he's been working out very as, intensely as, for the last year. Yeah, as is pointed out, he's uh he he's he's five four one seventeen. So at uh at at his size, it's it's easy to stay relatively fit because it, he's just well for a long time he couldn't afford food, <laughs> but um uh but now now he can. He's actually seemed to have put on some weight and muscle. Anything, any gains that he made that would have possibly made him look better, uh, he gave away 
by getting a, a tattoo of the comedy and tragedy masks because he's an actor that takes up uh, most of his uh, arm. Um, and it's, again, unflattering. Um, just to put a button on the, <laughs> the Mikey Miles bit, if uh, there's like a, a better than 50% chance that, and I don't post on Facebook very often. Whenever I do, it's just to make like, like centrist libs just feel bad about how bad Joe Biden is going to be. Um, if I post something like that, uh, there's like a greater than 50% chance he'll respond to it. And I don't know why me. He's commented on like three of my Facebook statuses. No idea why. I don't really want him anywhere near my shit. I don't want to associate myself with that. And of course, as soon as he says something like uh, uh, one of our roommates, uh, two, no, two of our former roommates will just like immediately like, 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 I love that. There you go. Mikey Miles commenting to Brendan, like, like, let's, let's, let's get this. Let's pump up the views on this one. Wow. 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 The Mikey Miles saga. What a, what a, uh. um, yeah, but it, it seems to have taken, like, there's a, there's a subreddit where they, uh, will highlight the, the, the better things that he does. Um, one is just the, there was one the other day where, uh, that sums him up perfectly. Um, when, somebody said like doesn't your family like follow you and like see all this stuff and then he's just like there's a lot of stages in life right now i am in the sex stage and again he's 30 he's 35 but that but now it's like no shocking words for that we're fucking the the screenshots that are the screenshots that are being posted now are people like talking to his brother and like like screenshotting his brother saying like he's beyond help or like people just offering him out to like fight <laughs> like it's it's all it's all getting very ugly it's all taking a very negative turn sad welcome it's, mikey's it's just all, people he's in, the, he's in the bone zone stage of his life but everyone else is you know well, they're not having it it's it, we've gotten into like the mikey miles that it uh it it's like the end of uh it's like the end of the first season of westworld it's just like he's uh he's just uh the the line between what is real and what is not has has been crossed and the effects are catastrophic and we can't go back you can't <laughs> just go like back. pictures himself like don draper now when really he's just like he's like a muppet he's just oh no it's the not worst least sexy man ever it's just yeah it just has uh rapidly he uh, he wears fitted hats that are just too big for him, and he uh, he ends up looking just like the world's oldest baby. Like, <laughs> um, let's let's watch. Do you guys want to see this other video? This let's, is uh, let's do it. Yes, this is this is high level dog shit. This is where this is where like I don't know. This person with seeming production value behind her um, has to just like, hey, make something relatable for people. So they've decided to uh, recast Game of Thrones with uh, professional athletes. All right. And they, they go back and forth between absolutely horrible and ill-fitting and really just like, well, you'd be so the judge. So should I go in the wood chipper feet first or head first with this one? Oh, don't go in the wood chipper. Follow Mikey that. Miles first. I'm going to do that, then wood chipper feet first. Okay, let's do it. It's just like, just so fucking vanilla and stupid. Season six of the Game of Thrones premiered last week, which got us here at Netson.com thinking we were to recast the show with professional athletes. Never seen a second of it if you say the Game of Thrones. First, we think Serena Williams would be a fabulous Daenerys Targaryen. Okay. With fiery, powerful, and fearless women who won't rest until they're on top of the throne or podium. 
How about Tom Brady cast as the much loved Alex Snow? They both battled their way from adversity to the top. Tom Brady's a fucking Lannister. Leaders and both have survived multiple attacks from people who want them gone. Tom filled the top of his game, even though the Flake Gate has threatened to ruin him and Jon Snow, spoiler alert, has come back to life after being stabbed to death in season five. <laughs> spoiler alert! Could be a killer brand Stark. The pro golfer isn't Jordan paralyzed, Spieth but is, his mental abilities, which is he paralyzed kid. are unlike any other, he can't use his legs. That's Tiger Woods now. And we can't talk about brand without talking about the lovable. Oh yeah, we can only say that's real. But they have, they have no like. And Gronk are both connection to each rival, other. Loyal and no, that's true. Next, we have Isaiah Thomas cast as Tyrion Lannister. This is what? Come on. Come the fuck on. I drink and I know things. Think again. Theon Greyjoy and LeBron James both have a lot in common. Well, not really, but they both infamously realize that there's no connection there at all. None. Zero. Zero connection. What's not translating is how fucking stupid these look. We have Ronda Rousey cast as Brienne of Tarth. They're both killer fighters. Ronda Rousey. Right. And last but not least, Hope Solo. Lannister. Both women are driven by passion, competition, and power. Passion. And they both have a little bit of a mean streak. She went to prison, didn't she? Yeah. <laughs> driven by passion. Just for, for fucking, like, hammering on her, like, 16-year-old nephew. <laughs> she just, like, beat the shit out of him. And people are just like, actually, what you should consider is he's actually, he's quite tall. So it was a fair <laughs> fight. <laughs> it, a lot of 16-year-olds are basically adults. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> the, the LeBron James is Theon Greyjoy one. That's a that's not make sense. He doesn't look like him. His his backstory isn't the same. Nope. Like Theon Greyjoy is a prince. LeBron James came from nothing. He doesn't even know his father. Like, Just a complete and total brain warp when I saw that. I was like, huh, I'm in timeline B again. I can feel it. The <laughs> dimensions have shifted. Yeah, just terrible. Just absolutely terrible. Dog shit video. Dog shit. That I'm gonna go through that and and uh, and screenshot all of them. Uh, Brendan, if you post post the link in the in the in the show channel in the in in Discord, so I can screenshot all of them because I will I will use them to promote this episode. <laughs> um, or if you want, you you should absolutely use one as the uh, the episode uh, art. I think that would also be very good. Pick your favorite. I I did. Pr- I was. Uh, the the one that brought me the most joy was certainly the I, Isaiah Thomas's Tyrion Lannister one because <laughs> the the hair is really funny. Oh, it, it, it is a really short. Like that's it. <laughs> you didn't even think that hard about it. it. Yeah, it's just like. <laughs> and even then, he's he's like he's five eight. Yes. There's there's shorter athletes. Five ten maybe. Yeah, there's shorter there's athletes. More, yeah. There's smarter athletes, not calling him stupid at all, but like Tyrion's whole thing is how smart he is. Like, yes, Isaiah Thomas yeah. isn't some genius. No, Isaiah Thomas is a really down to earth, like kind of like, I mean, he's, he's, he's a, you know, he's a smart guy, but he's not like one of these like Machiavellian G I'm a super genius kind of thing. That's Tyrion's thing. So I don't. I, I don't see the connection at all. I just don't like, I just don't see it. That was one of the ones I was like, yeah, that's dog. Sh- just utter dog shit. Just drill, just clickbait drivel. 
Mm-hmm. Um, we've had a fun week of drivel in the NBA as well. Uh, All-Star snub week is my least favorite week in every sport. It's like, I can't believe they left off X. It really drives me crazy now. Like, I can't even, I Look, can't hear it, and you can't escape it. If they made them all All-Stars, no one would have anything to complain about, and I don't, they, they never considered that. I, this year, it, everyone's an all-star. That would, yeah. The the all-star this year is the uh, the nurses and doctors. <laughs> I It's just like, all-star snub week, it always starts with like the same bit, because like all the pundits know what we just said, so they have a way of really invalidating the conversation and then still having the conversation anyway. Where they'll go just like, well, listen, like there's a lot of good players in the league and you can't let everyone in. But if you were to get pissed off, who would you be? The-? It's just like, well, why do we even have this talk then? <laughs> right. Hypothetically, Same if you were thing. to get really pissed off. Uh, I think this is a good place to end it, guys. Um, Brian, I would love for you to tell uh, our listeners a bit about the uh, about a legal screen. Yeah, of course. Um, so Legal Screen is a podcast uh, that me and my buddy uh, Liam run. Uh, we are the co-hosts of it. Uh, Mike Whalen uh, is our audio engineer, and he does sometimes, I'd say pretty frequently, act as kind of our, our third host uh, in a lot of ways. You can find us at The Illegal Pod if you do want to follow us. We deeply appreciate it. Um, Illegal Screen as a podcast is kind of the synthesis of uh, basically... Uh, genre media we cover a lot of uh, horror uh action films crime films stuff like that uh and then try to cross it over with the nba so if you've ever wondered uh say while watching a serial killer film uh, uh which serial killer would jj reddick be uh we cover that kind of stuff on the illegal screen uh i don't remember exactly who it was or even if it was a real serial killer by the way if you guys want the answer to that question i just know liam came up with the term dinosaur dinosaur bone killer and that's what JJ Reddick became. Anyways, um, if you um, like that, let me, I'd like to cut you off real quick. Have you ever heard the JJ Reddick taxi story? I don't believe so. No. Um, apparently, uh, they talk about this on my favorite Sixers podcast, the rights to uh, Ricky Sanchez. And he, apparently, he was in New York City one time, and he said that he 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 got into a cab, and he could hear something in the back like in the trunk like making noises and just like sounds and he kept asking the guy what was going on and like why there were sounds in the back and he said his wife was like fucking terrified and the guy the driver's like it's nothing like don't worry about it like it's nothing it's nothing it's just the trunk rattling around jj reddick is like i swear i could hear like voices i like i swear i could hear like somebody trying to get out and then like long story short like jj reddick just pays his fare and gets out of the cabin leaves (laughs) <laughs> so he could have uh, I don't know do you, do you think that was like uh, the uh, the end of Jackass 2 uh, when they do the, uh, the, the the terrorist thing yeah. when they show him in the trunk yeah yeah the, he was he was on a hidden camera show he didn't uh, he didn't know it it's somewhere out there it just never aired it because like yeah legalities etc cetera, etc cetera, and then they decided not to. that's possible what's um, What's the quote about uh, uh, about all it takes for evil uh, is, is for good people to do nothing? Yeah, JJ Reddick is <laughs> just J- Kitty Genovese's Reddick neighbors. JJ ne- Reddick never heard that quote. <laughs> yeah, JJ Reddick is Kitty Genovese's neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> he just, he's a good neighbor, and yet, like, uh, uh, I did, I saw, um, you know, 
uh, Mr. Gacy, he was just, he's always seemed like such a nice guy and he took a lot of boys in there and to come to think of now that you mention it, no, I never saw any of them come out, but look, it's not my business, is it? Yeah, I just like to keep a neighborly relationship, you know, I mean, I'm not going to pry. I'm not a prying type of person, you know, it's the kind of same personality. It's like, I, um, hey, I saw your dog the other day and he's like, oh, yeah, I've been looking for my dog. Uh, Where did you see them? Oh, it was around the corner, I think. And then you're just like, you think about it. It's like, well, but where around the corner? They don't answer you. And then some time goes on and it begins to unnerve you, really begins to settle in as like underneath your skin. You're like, why did he tell me that he saw my dog and didn't tell me where my dog was? And you think about this and you think about this and you finally see your neighbor again. And you go, hey, JJ, uh, I heard you saw my dog. You told me you saw my dog and you didn't tell me where exactly you saw it. So what did you mean by that? And he just turns to you. He just smiles. He just does one of these. And then he just walks back inside and never says another word to you the whole time he lives there, which is approximately six months, six days, and six hours, and then leaves. <laughs> so, oh boy, we need this more creepy. Yeah, are there? Is there? Uh, uh, is there any NBA creepy pasta? I think I would really appreciate uh, hey. if, if there was NBA an NBA themed uh, creepy pasta. That's an untapped account. market. That's an it untapped is. market. I think a lot of people love basketball. A lot of people love to be scared. Yeah. Um. And rarely do those two meet. Did so, we just coin that? Did we just invent it here? I think best we did. Um, I don't know. Uh, uh, Brendan, ask uh, ask ask Ian if uh, if uh, he he's now he's getting paid to uh, write creepy pasta now. So he, he Brendan's brother, I think, uh, 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 wrote a, an r a popular r slash no sleep uh, story. Wow. <laughs> a few weeks ago, got narrated by is creepy pasta the people who narrate it, right? Cre no, creepy pasta. That, that's that like what those sort of like chain emails, the the things that would like. Uh, um a lot of those like if you don't copy and paste this into your uh status like you will be visited by like the this the this ghost tonight and like th that yeah. sort of thing they're like, typically sl like a slender man uh, slender man sl yeah Slenderman. they're like a combination of folklore with actual short story elements um they typically have a recur recurring themes the unknowable things like that more like lovecraftian eldritch kind of things um channel zero if you guys are familiar with that show, th that that show each season is an adaptation of kind of a, a creepypasta that's expanded upon in a in, in a way to flush it out into a full story. Or there's things like Mother Horse Eyes on Reddit, which I was really, really, really into. I highly recommend it, which is a multi-threaded, multi-layered story that a guy basically wrote a novel, like a horror novel, and kind of turned it into a creepypasta by putting it into threads and putting it into subreddits where it doesn't belong like chopping it up into pieces so you have kind of like this uh william s burroughs like cut up technique of cutting this novel up into pieces and then reassembling it in subreddits it's really cool so look up mother horse eyes if that's interesting to you guys but uh maybe jj reddick's the author of mother horse eyes actually this whole time uh that would be a plot twist actually um so yeah Never mentioned it once on his podcast. He never did. He never gonna did. Write, uh, gonna write an NBA creepypasta about Dwight Howard's child trafficking ring. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that's well. I know that that's just libelous. That's not. 
This is a libelous sports gossip podcast. Yes, it's true. true. Oh, but you don't want me to do actual libel. Well, no, I'm saying (laughs) that it's not. You 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 misunderstand the genre. It's that that's not. Mm -hmm. uh, I agree. Talk basically just making wild accusations about Dwight Howard. No, I got to write a story about it. Like a uh, uh, if if you want like put him basically. I mean, you could just take any, any like QAnon story about uh, the uh, Hollywood pedophile elites, and you could just put, plug Dwight Howard's name into it, and that's well, the job done, right or, there. And I'm not saying I would do that. I'm saying that's fine for other people. But <laughs> what I'm saying is, it's not really it's not really scary, is it? I mean, it is in a, in the sense that like, oh my god, I can't believe this evil exists in the world. But it's not really like a horror story. It's not what a would horror be? story. It's a not story like, like Kyrie Irving. I got one. Kyrie Irving, after his career with the Cavs, entered and confronted a gigantic psychic wall of energy that absorbed him and turned him into a doppelganger, which spot out, spat out negative Kyrie. And then Kyrie was kept in the ether and the social media for Kyrie on Instagram is him trying to communicate from the ether. <laughs> and then the real doppelganger of Kyrie, negative Kyrie, is playing on the court today. That's there you go. You can work with that. You can work it into something, workshop it into something more scary and more horrific. But I'm pretty scared. That's kind of the element of a of a creepy pasta is taking something uh, relatively benign, honing in on it, exaggerating it to gi- you know gigantic proportions to the point where it becomes myth or folklore, and then letting it run wild from there. I think we could tell the only creepy pasta I've really seen is my brother's. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. Oh, actually, it, no. He he sent me one. It was like apparently one of like the bigger ones, and it was like these two guys went to like this cave and they like tunneled into the cave and they were like just chipping away for like weeks and weeks. To get the caver, right? And they get into yeah. like this other room and they keep like having like memory blackouts and stuff. And it was like, cool. It was like, it kept you on the edge of your seat. It was kind of scary. Like they made it into the sub chamber. That was like, what was supposed to be like a demonic, like, like ritual room basically. And then the story had no ending and I was fucking pissed off. Yeah. A lot of them don't have any concrete ending. Yeah. A lot of them don't have any concrete ending. I bet you that. I bet your brother would probably know mother horse eyes if you asked him. Cause that was kind of like the last big, like, big to do in creepypasta that I can remember of being like, wow, this is actually really unique and innovative. Cause before that, it's the only thing that entered the popular mainstream was like you said, Michael was Slenderman. That was it. That's really the only thing that's entered the popular mainstream, even though channel zero was made. Not a lot of people have, have seen that show, honestly, although it's a very good show. We, we covered the first season on a legal screen, but um yeah slenderman is about the only thing that's entered popular culture so we could talk about uh, a slenderman basketball player um we could find there is someone. one you remember that kid that uh i think he was in a brisk god instagram thing it's kevin that- durant it's kevin durant i know brendan i know exactly who you're talking about it's the that one vine uh that was set the father stretch my hands part two um <laughs> <laughs> and that guy starts running up the court and it just really, yeah, uh, just he wasn't really made for this world. He's, <laughs> he's got to be like seven foot six and like one hundred and five yeah. pounds. <laughs> this send me the, I got to see this. This sounds yeah. incredible. This, I'll, I will do my I'm best to task to Mike that with out. that. It's, one, it's really one of my favorite. But I did actually ever. see him again, like a different, not the vine. It was like he's still playing. 
and it was just like him shooting foul oh. shots, and he's still <laughs> disturbingly disproportioned. He's too tall well. and too skinny. It's fucked. Amazing. I love it. All right, let's uh, let's end it there. That. Um, Mike, end the show for us. All right. Okay, good job. Uh, this has been the Dismal Tide episode. Num- You're going to say what episode it is? I, I know. No, I, know, I just I know how it feels now. Um, it's tough. Wait, what, this, this is episode 79. I, who cares? It's, it's episode right. 420. 79 sounds right, Mike. Episode 420, the weed episode. All right. Don't overcommit yourself because I'll just have to edit it out. Well. All right. Well, uh, this has been the Dismal Tide. It is uh, continues to be the Libel Sports Gossip Podcast because we're talking about Toy Howard and being a pedophile. Is he? I don't know. It's not for me to say. Um, that'll be it then. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> oh, I almost hit end meeting again instead of.